Hallelujah. I do the Hallelujah. I do the Amina, Nayjuri Kane Kombauko. Hallelujah, Nayjuri Kane Kombauko. Amina, Nayjuri Kane Kombauko. Hallelujah. Nai juli kane komba uko amina Naujulikane komba uko Yesu Hapo tunapotangaza injiri yako Bwana Ijulikane komba wewe uko Ujulikane kwa wale ambao hawajasikia sauti yako Kama wewe Mungu uko Ujulikane kwa mataifa komba wewe uko Ujulikane kwa kila lugwa kwamba wewe uko Kristo. Ujulikane katika kila daifa kwamba wewe uko Yesu. Tunatangaza ujulikane hata katika mji huu kwamba wewe Mungu uko na hakuna mwingine kama wewe katika jina la Yesu Kristo. Tunakuabudu Bwana tunakupa sifa. Hili neno Bwana halitapokonywa, halitanyakuliwa Bwana. Litaachiliwa hili mili ya watu wako, nafsi za watu wako Kristo na Roho za watu wako zikaponye zikatengeka katika imani ya kweli hadi kurudi kwako na katika jina la Yesu Kristo bwana mwokozi tumeweza kuomba na hata kuamini Ninawaletea neno kwa kifupi na hili neno ni maana Mungu amekuwa kinizungumzia na nitaongea juu ya uhusiano wa mzazi na mtoto wake Maana kama hakuna uhusiano hakuna urithi kama hakuna uhusiano hakuna upendo kama hakuna uhusiano watu hawawezi kuendelea pamoja because two must agree for them to work together lakini ile perspective ambayo nataka kuletea ni ile watu hawapendi zaidi wanaishi wasifiwe maana watu wanataka mtu Mungu ambaye ni rahisi sana You know ambaye anaitwa dadi. Akitishwa lollipop analeta lollipop. Akitishwa kiatu kipya cha Gucci anakimbia kuleta. Akiamua anataka kula ice cream hata kama inaharibu meno. Yeye ni dadi ile bado anafanya nini? Analeta. Watu wametafuta Mungu kama yule. Lakini sio mapenzi ya Mungu. Kama vile tutakavyosoma kwenye kitabu cha Job 5:17. Na pia tunanukuru kwingine katika Biblia. Kwa hivyo Uh, kichwa cha ujumbe wangu kinasema hivi awalegisti masi asante ama sisi kama ni wana wa kweli wa Mungu sisi ama wewe ujiulize kama wewe kweli ni mtoto wa Mungu na hiyo itaidhirika namna gani twende kitabu katika kitabu cha Wahibrania Hebrews 12 kutoka mstari wanne Alafu tunaelea hapo chini na Mungu ni mwaminifu maana tunaweza kujua. Bibi nasema hivi, tutasoma kwa kimombo. 
Hebrews 12 verse 4. You have not yet resisted unto blood, striving against sin. Then verse 5 he says, And you have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as children. My son, despise not thou chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked over him. And then verse 6 he says, Whom the Lord loveth, he chastens, and scourgeth every son whom he receives. Penda is the one he disciplines. You know, scourge or scourged is what Kizungia squeeze in a summary flogging. Unatukua kiboko, unachapa. It's what we call flogging. You take a whip and discipline your son. And then verse 7 says, If you endure the testing of the Lord, God dealeth as you as with sons. For what son is him that father chastens not? But if you are without chastening, whereof all are, whereof all are partakers, then you are bastards, not sons. Verse 9 he says, Furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh, our own fathers, Babazetu, who correct us and who gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in the subjection unto the father of spirits and live? Verse 7 says, for very I say unto you, for a few days chastens us after their own pleasure. But he, for our profit, that we may become partakers of his holiness. Verse 11 says, Now chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous, seemeth to be joyous but grievous. It yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised. Thereby. So he says in verse 12, therefore, lift up your hands which hang down and those of feeble knees. Make straight paths your feet. Let that which is lame be burned, turned out of the way and let the other be healed. Or next was a few. So when Vile Mungu anongea hapa, anongea hapa, sababu anataka kuongea nasi. Na mtoto hapendi sana kukua correction na mzazu wake. Anaona kama anatukiwa. Hata siri kwa doni zapani mpaka na mbia mamu. Oh, ni kama unanitukia. Vile ambavi unaendelea kuniongoza katika kitapo chako. Wewe hunipendi. Mana that part of walking with your parent is not beautiful. Wanaiswa sifiwe. Mibili nasema, it is not joyous now. Haifrahishi wakati? Wakati huu. Lakini, what does it produce in us? Even in the natural. Our own fathers and our own mothers only to discipline because they wanted to get the best out of us. Wanaiswa sifiwe. Na kuna mahali ibini nasema katika tabu cha Proverbs ama medali. Juhu kama ni shini na mbili kumi na tamu. Kwa mba moyo wa mtoto umeunganisho na nini? Na upumbavu. Lakini ni kiboko tu. Chakurekebisha kinaweza tuwa ule upumbavu. Juhu kama ushe isoma hapo. That the heart of a son of a child is bound in stupidity. But only the discipline of a whip would drive it out. Praise God. Kwa pata sisi tukua na mungu, tukitambea na yeye, tujitukua kama watoto. Kwa mungu hakuna mtu muzima. Redia. Hakuna mtu muzima kwa mungu ambaye anaeza sema mimi nimejiongoza sasa. You see, if you look at me and my wife, our parents only ask to see how we are doing. 
they are not directing our lives anymore right tunatembea sisi wenye sisi wenyewe but when we were still children before them we would have to go and live under that rule na mtoto huishi katika utawala wa wazazi mpaka siku ile atakoma so sasa hizi ukiona watoto wengi wakipotoka ni sababu watoto wazazi waliambiwa hapana don't beat your child is against the human rights it is against the child rights but i'll give you a story and then you see where we are going even our relationship with our own children i'm only building the case there's a man in the us who was convicted of so many atrocities ikafika mahali lazima sasa auliwe the way they inject you with a poisonous thing and then you die slowly and then when these people are about to die they ask for one thing say what you want to say to the people who are watching you or to your people at home and then he sat there and thought for some time and then he said i know i don't have any more wish to give but i should be here with my mother i should be here with with my mother because if there's justice in the earth i should be here with my mother because my mother never led me to what is right she only gave me whatever i wanted but never directed me to the path i should go so if there are people who have died through my atrocities ask my mother so if I was to die she is supposed to be here but because there's no justice on earth i'm going to die but my mother is as guilty as me unaiswa sifiwe alikuwa anasema nini kwamba kama wazazi tuna jukumu mbele yetu na mbele za Mungu tuna jukumu ambalo we must be conscious about our duty to discipline our own sons and our own daughters because if we do not discipline them it is to our shame because they will become a problem and a hurt to us in future wale watu ambao hawajalana wazazi the likelihood of them becoming rogue people is very high na pia wale watoto wamezaliwa na wazazi lakini wazazi waashuriki where they are going and what they are doing they end up being in a great mess because there was no discipline in their lives ambayo ilihitajika ndio waweze kulainika kwa kweli wanaiswa sifiwe so hata Mungu anapodeal na sisi he sees us as a son who have a level of stupidity that needs to be whipped out of us praise god whether it's a stupidity of pride he has to find a way of whipping it out of you until you say no, i don't want this god anymore i have agreed to obey and follow your discipline praise god whether it's your person who has no respect for people god will whip that respect inside of you kama vile wazungu nasema you have to knock it in people's heads because you are speaking and it's not getting getting in chukua kiboko wafunze adabu wanaiswa sifiwe even in our own works watani wambie ukweli even if you have no discipline with money if you allow the whipping of god he will guide you until you have proper discipline of money wanaiswa sifiwe and you also need to ask me i've had gone through a lot of whipping with money because i thought money is nothing it would come my way and then spend it i won't worry so much until god decided i need to teach him discipline because i'm going to instruct him with ministry that he must have the discipline first but as was if you and then you ask people who are close to me the other time i could not even pay my bills things were ready because god had to whip me into a discipline until i become somebody who takes care of his own money praise god 
Even in marriages, sometimes God will have to whip that discipline in you, Pastor Isaac. And you think, there's something wrong with my wife. But God has used her as a whip until discipline, you walk the way God wants to walk. That when you see other women as a pastor, you respect them. Because if it was not for my wife, I will not be standing here today. So that time you feel bad because the discipline, the disciplining is a bit painful. Praise God. And that's what we do with our own lives. And I'll give you another example. Imagine you take your daughter for an injection to the doctor. And then you pay and the child sees that. What are you doing to the child? Untaka mtu ambakuja amusikize uchungu. Amudunga kitu ambayo si ata uwelewi ni nini. But because you trust the system that ni vizuri mtoto wadungu hizi sila nozote. Ndiwa kikuwa mkubwa sikonjeke. See that's what we do. And you end up paying for it. Praise God. God who inject literal pains in our lives when we are still young, that when the real scourge comes, we may be able to stand. We want vaccine COVID. And why are people running? Because they want that literal injection that will bring some pain to your body for preparation that if that scourge comes again, you will be ready for it. Praise God. So the discipline that the Lord dispenses to us is only for our own good. That's what the Bible says there in Hebrews 12. That when he does this, it is only for our own good. It profits us, not anyone else. And that's why you should be encouraged in the travel that you're going through. Those whose hands are drooling, they are like this, they cannot be lifted up. He says, lift up your, your hands. And as those whose knees are giving way because they cannot stand, it is good to straighten up and be strengthened. Because the weeping that is happening, the discipline that is happening, it is good only for you. Praise God. So no matter, no matter what we go through, we must remember ourselves in this relationship that he is our father. Now, he said, you will not be tested beyond what you are to bear. So the little pains in your life, itu chungu unasikia, ni mungu unapanya vaccination. Na hitu vaccination, I can tell you they are painful. These vaccinations, inafanya ukue anxious. You do not know where to stand because, God, how did you leave me into this mess? And he's saying, my son, I'm only disciplining you for what awaits you. And the other day we were sharing with another young man because he was troubled inside his own heart. And he was asking, look from my family, there's so much mess. Look at me myself, I have no hope. And then when I was speaking to him, the spirit was speaking to me, telling me, it takes time to make a man. It takes time to make a man. My friend, he does not even inquire of you before he comes. Munga umbagi ruhusa. Before you discipline your child, tell them, come, I want to explain to you every bit of it why I'm flogging you because of the mess you have done. God does not walk that path. 
And I can tell you, if you go wrong with God, he's going to discipline you. Wa Kristo, Mungu hata hita kuita kando kwanza kwa my friend, I want to discipline you. Because he can see it all, he knows the exact time when he needs to start the discipline. Chinukweli? Hata kama akulizi, it just happens. And people will come and tell you, you see how things came down, all of them together? Eh? Mbaka unasema, shida zikija zinakuja na watotoa? It is because God, that you may have the discipline that you need in future. Because without discipline, my friend, even if you have the highest anointing, you're not going to go anywhere. You're not going to go anywhere. Without the discipline that the Lord is going to dispense to you, even in your own marriage, even in your own family, you're not going to go anywhere without discipline. And we have enough examples in the Bible. The Bible says, Samson was a mighty man. And when his mother bore him, he was told, let him not drink or eat of anything vile. Because I have appointed him to be the deliverer of my people. But this guy was a rogue. He had no discipline. Don't go to them. Don't marry from them. But he said, I have to do what my heart is telling me. And that is something we say many times. That's something I've seen our son say many times. I'll go after my own heart. But God is saying, it is not what your heart feels. Because the heart is deceitful above all things, and who can understand it? So God is saying, it's not following your heart. It is following my instruction. And following instructions means you have to have the discipline to follow the instruction of the Lord. Because without the instruction, I can tell you, you always go wrong. You always go, go wrong. So when God is disciplining us, we must take it kindly. It has a momentary pain, but awaits us greater things. A greater weight of glory awaits us. Because God has disciplined us. When I was a few. Something else I want you to know. God is never punishing Christians. God is never. God is never punishing Christians. Because the only punishment people can receive is death from God. So when things happen in your life and somebody tells you God is punishing you for the things you did. The Bible says there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ. The only thing that can happen to a Christian is the chastening and the disciplining. Praise God. Because those who are not godly those who are not sons of God, those are the ones who get punished. Because it's mercy or judgment. To them it's mercy or mungu wa hurumie ama wa hukumu. But to us there is no condemnation because you will not be judged. So when you do something wrong, and I need, you need to can read that for yourself in the book of Ecclesiastes, should be chapter 8 verse 9. He says, when the wicked do what is evil, their judgment does not come easily. So it becomes into their heart that they can continue in the sin because there's no punishment that is coming. But when the righteous even commits one sin, the discipline is instant. What else does it feel? The discipline is, is instant. Mungu hata goja. Just the way we do our 
So when you shall you see ukiona mtoto wako anafanya kitu ambao ni ni mbaya ukojea kwanza atamwona jioni. Una sababu unamwona jioni? Unamtuna hizo hii uchungu nasikia sababu ile unafanya unamuinua hivi masikio anasema kweli baba hiyo kitu si mzuri. Kwa hiyo usifiwe. So wewe kama ni mkristo ambaye anatembea katika haki your discipline will come quickly whenever you go wrong. Kwa hiyo usifiwe. Lakini wale wamemzoea Mungu and their conscience is dead they will continue in sin and people mpaka mwanaanza kujiuliza nikuulize kwani yao wanafanya hii mambo na wameokoka. Kwani Mungu haonagi? But what is happening is this. When you see the righteous disciplined by God, it's because God doesn't want them to go away. That's what the Lord does. Unataka mtoto akimbie anambia, "Ah, pana, hapa upiti." Unamtaka kumrudisha ndani anambia, "Do you know why I bet you? Because your behavior was bad." So when the discipline of the Lord comes, to us it is not punishment because there's no judgment upon us or condemnation upon us but the lord would spring us as he sees and as wishes sivili nasema kwamba sisi ni ni udongo mkononi mwake and let me tell you he's going to fix you before he uses you bwana yesu asifiwe he's going to fix you before he uses you so the chastening is for good and for your own profit there's something else unafaa ujue kwamba unless we are chastened we are bastards we are illegitimate children. We are legitimate. Kama hatuna kiboko ya Mungu wanzi na hoya nilakuja natufunza adabu, we are bastards. We are not legitimate children. Na hata duniani iko hivyo. Kitambo tulikuwa tunachapwa na kila mtu kwa barabara kama umefanya makosa. Na siku hizi unless somebody is your mother or your father, they let you go. Mbona tunasemaga? Wacha kama atafunzwa mama yake, atafunzwa na dunia, acha ajipange na huko. What about your legitimate son or daughter? Do you talk like the same? I cannot let you continue this way because you are my son. And you are from this day remember that I'm your father and whatever I say must be followed. So our legitimacy as sons comes because of the discipline. Kama hakuna discipline ya mungu, we are not legitimate sons. Mpaka mimi waambia mtu kama hujaona Mungu akikuelekea akikupea adabu chunga usikuwe hujaokoka. Uchunga uko hujafanya nini? Hujaokoka sababu kama hakuna discipline ya Mungu the possibility that you're not with God is very high. Because as far as you're still in the position of a son the disciplining is automatic. Disciplining is what? Lazima itafanyika. Whether you are liking it or not, it is going to happen. Because that is what God wants us to be. A son or a daughter who are being instructed in the way of God will become useful tools in his house. But that's if you Because the moment you're disciplined, you become sharp. You know what happens with the discipline? You become sharp. You become sharp like an arrow. Now because you know what is baggage and what is not needed. So the legitimacy comes because when we are disciplined, we drop the baggage. We drop things that we do not need. We drop friends that we do not need in the work of faith. Si hata ulikuwa unachapa unaambiwa nikikuona siku nyingine na Karanja my friend tutaonana. Unaweza usifiwe? Nikikuona tena na Diana utajua mimi ni nani? 
You know, God is only telling you, my friend, leave them alone. You are my son, and the path they are walking is not in my business. You must be reunited with my real sons. But have you ever heard your father tell you not to stick with your brother? Because you are to stick with those who belong to the family of faith as regards your relationships. Praise God. And when you're in the midst of people who do not know God, who are not your brothers, they must see your good deeds. And bless the Lord of light. When I see fear. Because that is what we've been called to do as a people of God. For us to be lean enough to go through the doors, the spiritual doors. Discipline is what makes us lean. It's what sharpens us. When I see fear. The common door is actually three feet wide, right? If you try to carry all these chairs through that door, so for you to go through spiritual doors, God has to discipline you and cut off the baggage. Whatever is hanging on your side, that you may go through the spiritual doors. So disciplining makes us lean and sharp. That may be useful in ministry. Praise God. Do you know why I'm speaking these things? Because the Spirit of God is saying the same thing today. You must allow the discipline of the Lord to take care of you so that you can be light, you can be quick, you can be sharp enough to go and execute the mandate of God. Because if you have so much baggage, my friend, you'll be slow, you'll be tired. I have so much baggage with it. It's because you have not allowed the Lord to discipline you to know what you need to carry, and want to leave behind. Yes, I can be an You don't need any baggage to work with God. But when you have a discipline, you have a radio, you have a radio, you have a group. You have a group. Now, you have a discipline. You have a discipline. Somebody who does not get along with men, it's hard for him to get along with God. You know why? He has so many baggage. He holds so many grudges against people. He only sees them doing bad. Yet himself has a, a coat of self-righteousness. But those who, who are disciplined with the Lord, by the Lord, these are people who can continue with people, knowing these people have faults. But I'll continue in my work because they cannot infer me out of that path. Because I know my path. I know the Bible says in Proverbs, you teach a child on the way that is right. And when he has come of age, he will not depart from that path. You know, God is only telling us, when I discipline you and I teach you and I instruct you, I'm preparing you for your future. I'm preparing you for what is going to come. I'm preparing you for the great duties that I'm going to give you. You have a greater responsibility. So you have a greater discipline that I need to put on you. When I was fewer. Even as I conclude, because now I'm just concluding. There's a big risk if we refuse the discipline of God. Because people refuse the discipline of God. People refuse the, the discipline of God. And you have seen so many of them. The father I've given is Samson. He was many times told by his father, leave Delilah alone. He did not heed 
the instruction of his father. And what happens to him at the end? He loses his power, he loses his sight, and the only thing he can contemplate is suicide. Mama imekaa ngumu, nguvu zako zimeenda, pesa yako imeisha, familia yako imeisha, and the only thing about unafika mbona sema Mungu sasa nataka nichukue bila niko. I have nothing for this life. The risk of refusing the discipline of the Lord is we get lost. We get lost and our life comes to an end. Look at Judas. The time he spent with the Lord Jesus. Angalia kana Yesu miaka ngapi? 3 full years. But he refused the discipline. Even though it was appointed for him to die that way. The Bible says these things are written for our own instruction and for our own encouragement that we have the certainty of the hope we have. In the book of Romans chapter 15 verse 4. Kwamba haya mambo yote imeandikwa ili sisi tuweze kuelekezwa. Na pia tuweze kutiwa nguvu kwamba tukua na uhakika watumaini letu. So even if this guy was appointed for perdition we must learn from what the kind of life he lived those, those who refuse the discipline of the lord we know their end is destruction ukikataa because people have refused people have refused unapitia shida kidogo unasema hata kama kunaendelea hivyo acha mimi nitabeba kama dunia that is somebody who has refused the instruction of the lord those are somebody who have refused the discipline of the lord na walikuwa wengi hata Israeli. Deuteronomy chapter 8 from verse 3 he says nilikupitishia kwenye jangwa ndio wewe uweze kujua hali ya moyo wako. So I took through the desert that you may know the state of your own heart because God knew it. Wewe wewe kuna bali unapitishiwa na Mungu uweze kujijua wewe mwenye? Naongea kweli. Kuna mapito ya wewe kujijua huko unajijua mimi siko najua niko na kiburi mpaka nikapitia mahali fulani nikajua kwamba niko na kiburi kingi sana na Mungu alikuwa aifanyie kazi niniweze kuwa mtu ambaye akona uvumilivu na heshima ya watu because it is you who knows your own heart unaweza kutia ujui kawe ni mtoyo until god takes you through something and you say because of what i have gone through this time around If somebody comes around and they need I will not close their eyes to them. But if you refuse the discipline the Lord leaves you alone. Let me tell you something about God. He never forces his will upon you. He never imposes his will upon anyone. So hata wale ambao wamfuate he did not force them. Alikuwa fanya introduction anaambia nifuate. Wanamfua? And they leech young Lura. Jesus told him You want to follow me? Go sell all your things, give to the poor and come and follow me. Ibini nasema na uso wako ukafanya nini? Ukaanguka. And he said that is too much for me. Jesus would have forced him, but he said, it is upon your own choice. Decide what you want. So even in the disciplining that the God of lights gives us, you have to make a choice. When the disciplining starts, my friend tell him God is the disciplining that's coming from me that is coming for me i want to know why it's coming 
And then he's faithful, he's going to speak to the I want to deal with this. Sometimes he doesn't speak immediately, he might speak in the future. All along the journey, he tells you, you know why I took you through this? I wanted to become this or this or this. But when we refuse the discipline of the Lord, we lose an opportunity to serve God. So, dear friends, as the Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 12, verse 5, and then part B says, My son, despite not the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when you are rebuked of him. mahubiri, And you go to listen to someone every day and they are all blessing you. But they are not speaking anything into your heart that you need to be instructed in, that you need to be disciplined in. You need to be careful what you are listening to. Kama neno halikukati, my friend. Mwezi inaisha hajai kukata la moja. Hey, my friend. Something is wrong. We just told today that it's two-edged. It is powerful. It is active. It is? And it's so penetrating. Even to the bone and to the marrow. And the dividing asunder of the heart. Revealing the whole intentions of your heart. So when this word is preached from whichever pulpit it is, don't look for where you're going to say amen. Look for those places where you just sit there and become pensive. And listen to what the Spirit is speaking to your heart. Because that time you become instructed, you become disciplined by God. If just when you realize it's God who is disciplining you, I can tell you your hands will not hang like this. Hopeless and desperate. You'll be strengthened in the storm. You'll be strengthened in the storm. In the fire you become. In the floods, you say, I know the Lord is with me. He's carrying me in this. But when you don't have an understanding that the discipline of the Lord is what is going to shape you, you start complaining and murmuring. And know what has happened to those who have murmured to God. Don't murmur in the discipline. Don't complain when he's disciplining you. Take it upon yourself and say, Lord, when I'm done with this, I have learned my lesson and I will be a better person. When I'm done with this chastening, I know the Lord have made me to a form and a shape that, I have, that God has desired. That is the purpose and that's the meaning of being a Christian. As a legitimate son, be quick to hear, be quick to listen, be slow to speak. Let us not despise the chastening of the Lord. Let us not mama. Let us not refuse the, the disciplining because it is to our own profit. And the Lord is going to strengthen us through that season until we come to the place where he wants us to be. The place of his own choosing. Not a place of our own choosing. The place of his own choosing is where he's going to take us. The moment he has a disciplining, I can tell you he holds you by your hand and say, my son, when I have done all these things, I want you to become a major in the army of the Lord. You know, I want you to become a great apostle in the, in the house of the Lord. 
I wanted to become a serious prayer warrior. Because some people will never pray until they go through the disciplining. But because of the disciplining, their art of praying and their desire of prayer, the ministry of prayer becomes real. Praise God. So the chastening is for our own good and for our own future. And when you are disciplined of the Lord, I can tell you we are going to spend eternity with Him. My brothers and my sisters, what should bother our hearts even when we go through the disciplining and the pains that we go through in life? One thing is very clear and should be clear in our hearts and in our own minds. Let us be people who care how we will be received. Not here on earth, but in heaven. Munasumuka sana, nitapokelewa namna gani, nikienda kwa watu. Lakini, Elizabeth kia kinafaa kukusumbua, nitapokelewa wapi mbeleza mungu. Will I be received as a wise and faithful servant? Or I'll be banished before his presence and told, go wicked servant. The disciplining is what makes us legitimate sons. And when we appear before his throne, you say, son, enter my rest. Enter my kingdom. Because this is what I have prepared for you since and before the foundation of the other were laid. That must be what gives us strength. Not the things that are hanging around us. So take it kindly when the Lord disciplines you. May we stand on our feet. Even as we pray and we, are, we leave ourselves to God. That whenever he comes and he comes to discipline us, we may take it kindly upon ourselves and tell God, my father, even the situation I'm in right now, the situation that is just before me, let only that which is according to your discipline come my way. But that which is not according to your discipline, my father, I pray that it may not come my way. To mungu, to singe katika discipline ya mungu, Kwa mambo ambao tumejitendeza sisi wenyewe. Lakini tuwe wala watu ambao watangia katika discipline ya mungu ambao ni kuingana mpango wake. Because tukienda nje and then we suffer fate, we suffer pain because of the wrongs we've committed. That is not disciplining. Ni mambo ambao inafanyika sababu tumekaidi mungu. So tell God please take this process, process awards away from me. Take away the pain that don't be wrong in your list of chastenings. Take it away from me. That I may only walk the path of your chastening, but nothing else, and nothing else, and nothing else. And I can tell you, God is faithful. People have suffered because they have left their position in the kingdom as sons of God, and they become illegitimate sons, and they have suffered for it. But you tell God, please deal with me as your son. Let me remain where you want me to be. That even when I'm chastened of you, it is to produce the good effect. The Bible says it is going to bring out the peaceable fruits of righteousness. So when we are tested under the Lord, we know he's going to work in us. Fruits of righteousness, fruits of holiness, that we will not walk as men, but we walk as the sons of God. But this discipline is what we need for our legitimacy as the sons and the daughters of God. Because without that testing, I can tell you for sure we are bastards. We have no place before God. But now we know because we have heard from him. Now we know because he has told us. Now we know because he has been speaking this to us. He was only confirming his word concerning this topic, concerning this in our heart. And he's a faithful God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I bless you, my father. Even as we continue to walk with you, we will take your discipline lightly, kindly, and we take it with the weight that it serves. Because it is your desire that we may be chastened and that we may continue the way you want us to continue. In the places that you want us to be, 
doing that which is beautiful and that is acceptable and that is uh, perfect will. And I know as sons and daughters of the Most High God, of the Most High God, we are bowed to the perfect will of God for his own glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Nina Kuabudu Mungu Waelia Paumewa Mataifa Sifa Nizako Nina Kuabudu Nina Kuabudu Mungu Waelia Falmewa Mataifa Sifa Nizako Nina Kuabudu Nina Kuabudu Takatifu Falmewa Mataifa Sifa Nizako Tunakwabudu Mungu wa mataifa. Kweli sifa na ibada ni zako. Tunapoendelea kutamatisha Bwana mkutano wa siku ya leo. Niombe langu Kristo ambaye anaishi milele kwamba umepokea ibada yetu. Umepokea Bwana kilicholeta mbele ya uso wako. Umepokea Bwana maombi yetu ili Mungu ikafanye kazi mbele ya hekalu yako. Tunasema ni asante kwa usuhisho wako na sababu ya neema yako Mungu walehema. Ni asante sababu ya mbingu lako la utakatifu ambalo limetanda kwenye mji huu mfalme. Tunasema ni asante maana umetutenda mema Bwana. Kweli wewe ni mwema maana umetutenda mema. Endelea Bwana kutuongoza katika haki yote. Endelea kutuongoza Bwana kukuelewa. Endelea Bwana kutusia nguvu katika majaribu yetu ambayo Mungu ni manufaa kwa ajili ya kutenga kwa imani yetu. Tunakuabudu na tunakupa sifa bwana maeni mwema. Utukue Mungu na wini uliwe milele. Maana wewe unastahili sifa. Nani katika jina la Yesu Kristo bwana mwokozi tumeweza kuomba na hata kuamini. Tutaweza kusoma